0: the week of Christmas just seven days from now we will be celebrating my favorite day of the year Christmas and yes today I want to talk about how we stuff our spouses stocking not just one day out of the year
1: oh my god how we stuff their stocking every day
0: of the year and that starts with having a right attitude In this Christmas season.
1: That took a turn. All right, let's get into that.
0: Let's do that.
1: Before we jump into today's episode, we just wanted to share a few things with you. First, we'd like you to like this episode and then subscribe to our podcast. If you're doing that on YouTube, also hit the bell notification so that you know when we post anything new and then share this with somebody that you feel like would be this would be beneficial for.
0: That's right. If you would like to support our show further, uh, we would welcome that. You are welcome to do that at anchor.fm slash marriage by design to check out your options for supporting the program financially. Otherwise, guys, the links to our social media are always in the description of every video, so feel free to check those out there. And now, let's get to the show.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Andrea Warnock.
0: I'm Nathan Warnock, and I'm feeling unfairly judged right now. I nope. Just, I, I just trying think it's to...
1: fair. I think it's fair based on a lot of data.
0: Well, we're going <laughs> to let the people decide. If you think is unfairly judging me, you need to tell us in the comments yes, below. Yes, please tell us. And also... Tell us why she is, because obviously that's the right answer, or is not. I'm just trying to. Okay, bring so the you've spirit. joined
1: us for Marriage Monday on the Marriage by Design podcast, and this is a time where we get to interrupt each other and get back on track, and but mostly where we talk about God's design for marriage, what God has to say about marriage in the Bible, and then how we live that out practically.
0: Right. So uh it is Christmas, and and if you've followed our our podcast for any length of time. Um, you know I'm a big Christmas guy um, And Andrea is the Grinch so, uh, I have
1: gotten less Grinchy over the years You have
0: You have, you really have And it's kind of a running joke on here But it's funny because the joke kind of hits a little less every year Because you, to your credit, you have gotten into I mean, look at this Let's just take a moment and talk about the growth of Andrea this
1: Oh year. gosh
0: She, a girl who was a amazing dancer Growing up Ballet and,
1: ballet and tap I Is don't that what know that doing? I would say it was amazing, amazing um, but I was ballet was what I was better at. Well, from everything I've heard,
0: <clears throat> you were a, a amazing dancer. But would you say on a level of zero to ten, your level of interest in amazing things like baseball?
1: My current level? No, no.
0: At the te- when when we, oh. when we
1: yeah when we came together, uh, not came. I mean, not like my interest in baseball. One, and that one was because you coached baseball, so... Right. But now,
0: this year, you took a trip... First of all, you came to a ton of baseball games, which has kind of been your mom life for the last several years. Right. But then we took a trip that the main purpose of the trip was to watch baseball. Sure. Now you're losing your grinchiness. Some might even say your heart's grown three sizes this day. (laughs) Quiet, quiet, quiet. I did used to be
1: grinchy about Christmas, just because right. uh, it's a lot of work, and it's it is a lot of work. And I really struggled with that balance between celebrating Jesus and that it's so commercialized, and struggled with that. Right. And it's a lot of work. You said <laughs> that it's already. Lo- oh, I did. And it's a lot of, <laughs> and it's a lot of money and all the stuff. Yeah. And and it can be. It can be a lot of work. No, it can be. No, it can be a lot of running around and. Sure. So, anyway. Yeah. No, I mean, well, it, it speaks nothing to my like growing up Christmases. They were great. So yeah. Sure. It, I'm not a Grinch because I had bad Christmases growing up. Right.
0: <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up. It's almost like you knew what we were going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I do want to talk about today, this week of Christmas, is as a couple, how can we make the most. Of the Christmas season. And I've tried to stay away from divisive things, right? I'm not going to launch into, you know, what you really got to do is play up the Santa thing or, you know, which oh. I'm not going to I'm not going to go in and do any of that. In fact, the Santa issue specifically, we've we did a video, I believe, a year ago about that exact thing. Yeah, and we're that on exact that thing. But um, I, I just I have kind of three points and we're going to talk about each of them. But they all revolve around this idea of how do we as a couple, and we're specifically thinking about couples because it's Marriage Monday. How do we as a couple make the most of the Christmas season? And the three things I kind of want to hit on are that this is the season when we want to, as a couple, make amends, make memories, and make a plan. Um, And I got my pastor on. Just there, where I have three points that all start with the same word, but Make, <coughs> yeah. uh, but, but I want to just talk through those things because uh, I know sometimes the, the Christmas season is so much work and so kind of frenetic and crazy that I think for a lot of people we look forward to Christmas, look forward to Christmas, look forward to Christmas, look forward to Christmas, forward to Christmas run around like a crazy person mm. for three weeks, and then there's this letdown of like, well, and it's gone. Yep, and and we didn't really make the most of it, I I, I don't think, particularly as couples, because especially if you're a couple that has children, this is is all the more that I want you to really uh, lend me the next half hour or so of your time to really think about this, because Christmas can get away from you as a couple and become all about the kids, and I really feel like that's a mistake when we allow that to happen. So, first thing I want to talk about is I really believe the Christmas season is a time where we as a couple need to make amends. You know, there's this sort of uh, ancient tradition of around the festivist season where we have this airing of grievances, right? Where where we all get up and we tell everyone in our village everything we don't like about them and then we all forgive each other and, and it, it's sort of this reset. Interesting. Um, and I think... <clears throat> In a God honoring way, there's a way to do that this time of year, but it's kind of the end of the year. You've had, you know, 11 months and two weeks since the last new year. And now's a good time to sit down as a couple and, well, let me take a step back. Sit down as an individual and think about where you're at with your spouse. Is there. I'm right here thank you okay is there bitterness and unforgiveness that's been building up uh, over the course of the year maybe there maybe you had a new child and there's complications with regards to your relationship the two of you because of the introduction of this new child into your family maybe something traumatic happened uh, to you this year maybe you lost your job maybe you um, got demoted, maybe you, uh, something horrible like, maybe you lost a child, or maybe you, a child was diagnosed, or your spouse was diagnosed, or you were diagnosed with an illness, and all of these things can start building up unforgiveness in your life. And it doesn't need to be anything that traumatic. It could just be that your spouse's, you know, primary language that they speak isn't English, it's sarcasm. And over the course of years, that's been fine, but this year it just started to grate on you and you've really started to resent them for the way they speak to you or the way they speak about you. Or maybe there was infidelity or maybe just distance growing between you and you don't know how to get that back and you've started to have that feeling like you're losing control of your marriage. Uh, And that's scary and it can be really angering. But the first step towards solving that is you have to spend time alone. With the Holy Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to dig through the storage room of your heart, and point out those areas of unforgiveness that are beginning to grow in your spirit, because the Bible is very clear that that root of bitterness, once it once it really takes root in your life, it's very hard to rip mm-hmm. out, and it's very destructive, um, on in your on your heart um, and in your marriage and in your other relationships, family relationships, etc., around you. So um, that's the first step. Anything you would add to that? Babe?
1: Yeah. You know, make forgiving, forgiving somebody doesn't even always necessarily mean that you have to talk to them about that. Right. So, so there are times where you may need to forgive somebody without ever Having a discussion with them about, hey, this is the problem I have with you, and whatever you may be able to move on with that without having that discussion. But a lot of times, I think the discussion is probably necessary, and and good for healing and for coming to a an understanding and maybe even apologizing yourself, and so.
0: Well, and, and if it's your spouse, I do think you ought to have a conversation about it because in that case, they're likely to keep doing whatever the thing is that you're could be that you're forgiving them for. I mean, it's it's worth... We talk a lot of times on Marriage Monday about embracing conflict within marriage. This whole make amends piece has a bit of that um, in it, because the, the, for at least as a couple, the second piece of that is to come together as a couple and be willing to ask the... I call them the softball questions. So <coughs> we do a lot of mentoring couples who have gone through particularly infidelity and when a couple comes back together after infidelity and this doesn't just include infidelity anytime when your spouse is angry. So if you're in a situation right now and there's a real edge of anger um, that your spouse shows towards you, this is going to apply to you too. But I always tell them you have to be willing to ask the softball questions and trust your spouse with that. So uh, with the infidelity issue, we have to be man enough. I'm speaking as a man to men, but the same applies to women. You have to be um, mature enough to say, hey, how are you doing today? Understanding that that's a softball question that your spouse might jam down your throat. Mm. Right. Oh, well, I'd be a lot better if you hadn't have slept with another woman. Right, I understand that the temptation is to start avoiding anything that might come back to bite you in the backside. The problem is then what you do is cut out a lot of real conversations with your spouse.
1: Um,
0: and again, this is not just apply to really traumatic situations. I mean, it takes a lot of maturity to go, hey, what have I done anything this year? that made you feel unloved? Or have have I done anything this year that made you feel dishonored or disrespected? Or am I doing anything that upsets you? Do you have bitterness towards me right now or unforgiveness? And if so, in what area? Understanding that you know there's a possibility that that's going to get thrown back in your face. And if it does, then it does. And as we've talked about many a time, that's actually your spouse's issue to deal with before the Lord, not yours you're doing the loving thing or the honoring thing to them by asking the question. But that's part of this make amends piece is we need to take unity within our marriages really seriously. And I understand with the busyness of life, sometimes the weekly date night or asking this question once a week is like the ideal, right? Mm. Like, Oh man, wouldn't it be great if, the only thing we had to talk about was any unforgiveness we have over the last 7 days. Well yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome and I'd encourage you to do that. But I also understand the reality of human life is there's a lot of people that they hear that and then they go oh it's been 2 weeks, it's been 3 weeks, it's been 4 just never mind. Mm-hmm. Right and they give up because we're not hitting the ideal. Right? Mm-hmm. Now's a good time at least once a year, the Christmas season to sit down in front of the tree With your spouse or by a fire or, you know, wherever it is that you guys have some private time to Christmas and just look her in her eyes or look him in his eyes and ask the softball question and trust them with that. And if they bite your head off, you apologize for whatever it is that that they're calling you out on and have a conversation about it and be the more mature person. Um, and you know, don't tell them you're being the more mature person. I'm congratulating you for being (laughs) the more mature person, but ask the question um, because this idea of unity is important. And if we don't have unity, particularly this time of year, you're just simply not going to make the most of the Christmas season because the next two things I'm going to talk about won't happen if there's not unity between you will not happen the way you want them to happen. They will happen. <laughs> they will not happen the way you mm-hmm. want them to happen. Other thoughts on that practically. And obviously there's a lot with make amends, right? There's family and, and you know, other and, and this can apply to those two. We're just, I'm talking specifically about mm-hmm. you know within our marriage.
1: No, it takes a lot of humbleness, you know, it takes a lot of humbleness to, yeah. and humility to do that. No doubt.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. Okay, so let's make amends. Second is make memories. Uh, this is where I had to revise my statement just a second ago. You will make memories, whether you're mm. in unity or not unity, the Christmas season. Make good season. memories, yeah. Is what but you want. the memories yeah. that you will make if there is disunity between you are not the kind of memories you're going to want going through other people's heads. And Andrew and I have some experience in this because we spent a number of years in lots of disunity. And almost everyone that saw us knew. I mean, even though we may not have been like, actively fighting (laughs) at the moment when we were hanging around family, they knew. Um, Because disunity and anger and unforgiveness is way more visible than you think it is. Uh, A lot of times people think they have a lid on it and they just don't. Um, And uh, so, you know, this idea of making memories, man, this is the, this is the season. It's, it's the thing that really inspires passion in me for the Christmas season, because my parents really went out of their way to make the Christmas season a big deal. And I'm not talking just about Santa and all that again. I'm, I'm talking about just, it was just a special time, mm. Um, you know, it just wasn't. All year long, we'd have these rhythms and these routines, and then all of a sudden, Thanksgiving would happen, and after that Thanksgiving weekend, the whole house changed <laughs> look, and we sat by the Christmas tree weeks before Christmas, and colored pictures, and sang Christmas carols, and talked, and prayed, and and uh, you know read the 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 Christmas story and Luke and and. You know, we, we did all the, it. it was, it was just different for, for me as a kid, it made memories because it was like, whoa, yeah. like everything changes this time of year. Mm-hmm. I know because I would not stay in my bed, uh, after I was put to sleep and then I would get my own backside paddled. <laughs> um, but I know that the, that change of pace and those memories, didn't change when my parents put us to bed because i would get up and go downstairs and it wasn't my dad sitting watching tv and my mom doing bills at the christmas table or my mom and dad watching tv or the
1: christmas table know, the kitchen table kitchen table
0: mm-hmm. um or you know any of that it was my mom and dad sitting together all the lights off in, with but the Christmas tree on and maybe a fire talking mm, um, and you know it wasn't anything that wasn't something I mean I'm, there's no doubt they talked and, and all that throughout the rest of the year but this idea of sitting around the tree and just you know making Christmas memories the two of them really resonated with me um and you know now fast forward to us having a family and our kids and and you know I, I think a question that goes on in my mind for you and I to Ponder is in what way do we do we make memories ourselves this time of year? Like for the you two and of I. us, you mean? Mm. Right. Uh, and if we not don't, really. if we don't, we really ought to. Yeah. And, and then we, then you and I should have a conversation uh, off of YouTube <laughs> about how we do that and report back to
1: to yeah, everyone I mean, the, that's
0: watching because that's not that there, are some, right.
1: there are some things we do for sure, but it's not it's not a whole yeah it's not a whole lot just because. There's the busyness of the season and the, you know, all the stuff.
0: Right. But that's kind of the point. right? No, I know. It's a good point. We allow that, that everything to get so busy. And I fear that, and you and I don't praise the Lord because we, I think have an understanding of marriage that helps sustain us through some of these things. But I believe there are a lot of couples that feel the difference in the season and it feels like, man, this is an exciting and different and cool season for everyone but me. Mm. because my spouse pursues my kids we bake Christmas cookies we go look at Christmas lights we dress silly we wear our specific pajamas Mm -hmm. and then they go to bed and then it's just normal stuff Mm. and it's a missed opportunity for us as a couple to take advantage of this magical time of year to create some magic between us as a couple Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: just enjoy the fact that this is a this is a Christmas is a crazy time. And whether you think it's right or wrong, and I don't mean crazy busy, although it is that. I just mean, like, the whole world changes mm. in, in, like, a weekend. And then it's this colorful, sparkly, glittery winter wonderland until the 1st of January. And then except those one neighbors you have that leave their lights on until June, <laughs> all the rest of the world converts back to just normal life. And man, we should, we ought to be taking advantage of that as, as couples. And you know, it could be that you, I mean, maybe, maybe you're listening to this and you're going, man, you're crazy. Cause I, I hate the Christmas season because maybe there was family issues there or a loved one died around this time or whatever the case may be. Um, and I would just humbly submit to you and say, you know what, then it's time to rebuild Christmas, you and your spouse. Um, because there's some faulty foundation there, so it's time to rip it out uh, and and take this time with you and your spouse to decide what you want Christmas to be for the two of you. What memories are you two going to make as a couple? And this doesn't exclude your kids, right? We've talked about the importance of family traditions. I mean, there's some things you and I do with the kids that are cool memories for you and I, too. Yeah, But also includes making some memories the two of you. Um, and figure out, man, what's what's Christmas going to look like for us so that we're taking this special time of the year and not just going, ah, oh, it's kid stuff, mm. um, but making the most of it in, in our marriages. So making amends, making memories, and then the last one is making a plan. Uh, you know, over the next couple of weeks, uh, of course we have Christmas coming up in a week, and then for about the next seven days you'll hear a hundred times on the radio or on social media or whatever. Time to start thinking about New Year's resolutions, right? Everyone starts talking about what's my plan for next year going to be. And we've talked on this channel about our feeling on New Year's resolutions. So certainly feel free to search back through and and take a look at that video. But uh, the reality of the matter is we we do need to be making a plan as a couple. Um, But... Specifically, I'm I'm not necessarily talking about just the next year. I'm talking about just you as a couple talking about man,
1: what are we going to be intentional about? What
0: are we going to be in that's exact I couldn't have said it better. What are we going to be intentional about as a couple? Right? I mean, uh, and again, and I understand some people don't feel the same way about Christmas as I do and and that's okay. But there is something about this time of year, right? Even if you're a Grinch, there's something about this sort of trans trans uh, transformational three week period where <coughs> you know, it's it's an opportunity to sit down as a couple and go, What 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 are we gonna be about? What what do we yeah. want Christmas to be about?
1: It's a great it <clears throat> is a great time, maybe not Christmas exactly maybe right after Christmas, but to say like, what did our year look like? Is that really what we want our lives to look like? Is that are we being intentional with what our what we think we want for our lives or whatever? And is that really actually happening? Did that did that happen this year? And right, what do we need to be intentional about going forward?
0: Right, and it it, it may be as you lead up to Christmas that you need to start talking about having a plan for christmas yeah um because i do know uh, this is something we get talked to from from couples particularly with young families all the time is man i didn't realize that we would have kids and then we would be expected to be at 1800 different christmas
1: yeah parties, not even just having kids but just and, getting married and right then it's, and oh, of course got, we're supposed to be seven different places on christmas right yeah.
0: there's six different people involved all of whom are going to be hurt at a deep emotional level if you don't make their Mm. christmas celebration a priority and uh, so this may be a time when you need to practically make a plan and here's why i bring this up now you know it's we're we're, it's the 18th of december so you know maybe you don't have time to change something in six days but what i found is that people go through christmas and they go okay i'm never doing that again And then the new year rolls around and then they don't think about it again until December 10th of the next year. And then we go, Oh crap. It's too late to
1: change it now. Maybe now for next year. That's exactly right. And then then everybody has a year to get used to that. Christmas is a
0: good time to roll that out. Right. Talk to those people who are going to be butthurt if you're not at their Christmas and say, Hey, really glad we could be here this year. There's, it's a ton of running around. So my wife and I've talked about this and here's how we're going to handle Christmases in the future, but we're really glad we're able to be here this year. It's just, you know, it's, it makes our lives a little too crazy. And then we miss out on opportunities to make our own memories, um, you know, as, as a couple or as a family.
1: Yeah. And if you're somebody who's listening, that's out of that stage of life, make it easier for the people who are in that stage of life. So I'm super thankful that we have family that, flexible um, right? you know so it's it's a blessing to the younger the newly marrieds or the younger families or whatever or just family in general to be like hey we can be flexible we'll celebrate whenever right just want to celebrate it's a huge blessing
0: right right
1: so yeah right
0: <clears throat> yeah and it's a good thing for us to remember too of you know being be, being flexible you know for us yeah i mean older. consider
1: if you're if you're in our stage where you've got young kids kind of putting that in the back of your head that you know when my kids get older and they're starting to have their own families and their own lives i need to be flexible and willing to say you know what works for you all
0: right and even even leading in that i think you can really establish a lot of of authority with your kids like for us we have five kids I mean, to be able to lead that charge when whomever gets married, to be able to sit down and say, hey, what works, you tell me, what mm-hmm. works best for you and your wife, assuming it's Jackson that marries first, or, or, or husband if it's Ryan, or wife if it's any of the others, um, to be able to lead that, and even to be able to say, like, hey, here's what we did do you want to do that if not if something else works then that's no problem at all you just you let me know traditions are really good but like anything our traditions can become idolatrous uh, over time yeah. so um you know leading in that charge i think is i think it's valuable
1: yep tis <clears throat> uh
0: and then the other thing kind of ties this all full circle when we talk about making a plan, that really does go hand in hand with the idea of making amends. Um, you know, there, there are almost certainly going to be things that come up in your conversation that probably you weren't doing intentionally, uh, but that were hurtful things. And so taking some time to say, okay, babe, tell me how I can be more meaningful, how, how I can more meaningfully love you in this area. Um, and what that means is part of that sitting down with yourself and thinking about areas of unforgiveness or bitterness that you have towards your spouse means you got to show up with a plan. Um, because, you know, it it on my mind because I was just reading divorce statistics. Mm. If your response is, well, I just don't feel like you do enough stuff around here, not helpful. Because... Uh, that's completely undefinable. So, you know, s- spend some time thinking about, okay, here's what would be meaningful to me. These specific things. Um, and, you know, if you're, you know, if it, if it's something else, like, hey, the way you speak to me is hurtful, come with something specific. Man, it feels like you use a lot of sarcasm, and that really just cuts me. At a deep level, you know, if you, you, it seems like a lot of times when you get mad, the language you use, it just makes me angry. Um, so, can you, can we work on that together? Uh, and, and come into that with, you know, something more concrete than I'm just mad at you and I don't really know why. Um, and that, that circles us all the way back around to taking that time this season, you and the Holy Spirit in quiet time to think through those things. All right, babe. Any other nope things you can think of for those? Not no? that I can think of. Okay. Well, by the time you watch this video, it will be just six days until
1: or listen to the Christmas. yeah yikes.
0: So, uh, man, guys, ha- have a great Christmas. Uh, we will be on Thursday or Friday releasing our uh, Christmas card. For this year that will that will serve as our family Friday for this year. So uh, if you usually listen to us on podcast, that's certainly great. Uh, continue to do that. But our and you'll hear our Christmas card, but our Christmas card, we always set to pictures of us and our kids and things we got up to throughout the year. And we sort of use that as our um, Christmas card in lieu of sending out Christmas cards to people. So love to have you check that out. That will go live on either Thursday or Friday. Um, Other than that, guys, man, have a very Merry Christmas. So grateful for each and every one of you. Grateful for all the new subscribers we've gotten over the last uh, two or three weeks. Uh, It's been really amazing getting all of you guys on board. Love to continue to have you share this with those that you think it would impact. um, As we continue to try and figure out, Lord, how do we practically live out your design for marriage? And as we move into the final week of 2022 and the first weeks of 2023 we can't wait to continue to pursue that truth together with you until then guys have a very merry christmas and remember god is for your marriage